Oh, the train is coming, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's like lethal fucking weapon. The non-stop yeah, right. gu well, steel okay. guitar in this movie. Drop Zone is like the last action film of that era, it feels like to me. Because it's using the same soundtrack and it's like the same ridiculous, out-of-control plot that makes no sense. I just remembered like really... I kept notes on my phone, but I, I didn't put it on the computer. Oh, no. That's all right. I haven't pulled up. That's fine. You got them. You got them. I got them. Let's just... I got them. Hold on. I'm to get the, the... Well, let's do the intro while stuff. you're doing that. Yeah. Let's hit it. All right. That's right. Welcome to Hollywood is Dead in Phoenix West. Dig, dig it over here now in the drop zone. I do want to state that I have officially replaced the stupid sequel titles with what we're actually discussing in these. So this is oh, good. this is drop zone versus money plane. Yeah, money, money train. Money train. Sorry, not money plane. There's no, no, money plane the greatest, the grouch, the second. <clears throat> I am the fucking money train. Oh, wait. Money Robert, plane. Blake, Robert Blake is the, pre is the predecessor Yes. To uh, Kelsey Grammer and the money, so money plane. We were money we watched this <clears throat> together for the most part. I had to leave at some point to put my baby down. Uh, that's not that's <laughs> not me. Down. That's not a, a Nancy Sinatra thing. I'm yeah. I'm not killing my woman. I, I had to my put my literal down. baby to sleep. But we go. we discussed it, and most of our discussion was about Robert Blake. Yes, and which was Money Train because that's what we watched together. We really didn't discuss Drop Zone. No, we watched that, I think, on separate days. We did. But Drop Zone... I watched it back to back. I'll do my little history here with the two movies, and then you can follow. Yeah, please. Drop yeah, Zone... Yeah. I've seen both of these movies a lot. Drop Zone, I've seen 40 times. 30. 30. I'll just be conservative. 30. Wow. It was one of those HBO movies that came out. I was 10. It was a speed drop zone. Oh, yeah. Demolition Man that came out the year before. But... Same year, though. Uh, drop uh, Speed and drop zone, same year. Yes. But it was that, that period where I was yeah. renting movies over and over. Because like, I got sick of like Ghostbusters. Like I had to move on to something else. Right. But I remember renting this over and over, and then eventually I, my mom was like, fuck that, but just buy it. I'm spending too much on rental fees. So she bought me Speed, right. and she bought me Drop Zone, and there she bought go, me a bunch of other yes. things. She's like, it's just cheaper Good. this way. Like, it keeps them from talking to us, which is my parents' ultimate goal. And <laughs> yes. Which is ironic now, because all I do is talk about movies and TV shows. <laughs> so they failed miserably in their endeavor. They did, but I don't talk to them, so I guess that's a success <clears throat> in their eyes. <laughs> So I guess it worked out. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, they don't have to hear this shit. So they actively you, avoid okay. it. So Drop Zone came out in 94. Money Train came out in 95. Listen to this this lineup of films from 1994. These are just, just action movies. Clear and Present Danger. Terminal Speed, Velocity. Leon. Jackie Chan's Drunken Master. Drop Zone. No Escape. Uh, I put a list on my phone. The Crow. Specialist. Street Fighter, the movie, uh, Blown Away, uh, Surviving the Game, 
Yeah. Stargate, The Getaway, Time Cop, Death Wish 5, Terminal Velocity, River Wild, The Shadow, On Deadly Ground, Natural Born Killers, Star Trek Generations, yeah. Double Dragon, Next Karate Kid, Tarzan, yeah. Legend of Greystroke, Wyatt Earp, A Low Down Dirty Shame, Maverick, Men of War, Three Ninjas something. Hold on, what's Men of War? It's a uh, Dolph Lundgren. Movie. Okay, that's why I don't know it. Uh, the, Barry, I, I don't the, like the. For some reason I don't like Adam. Love these movies. I don't care for them. The the, you know, Golem Globus act. Right, I don't like the canon films. action movies that much. They're pretty bad. They're not good. Uh, none of them stick in my memory though. I could watch like we watch some together, and I'm like immediately <clears> gone. Yeah. Sorry. Well, they're they're inter- they're all interchangeable because they're all the same movies. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop Three. Yeah. 1994. I love Beverly Hills Cop 3. That's one we should definitely discuss. Just, just the third one. Yes, yeah, just the third one. Because it is yeah, its mean, own entity upon the, the trilogy. It definitely it, is. It's like, it's like the cancerous yeah, Wonderful, wonder the world. Happiness is king. Dun, 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 dun. Uncle I Dave! Just watched, I, I just watched I the, movie. the movie that made us. So they talk about coming to America. <clears throat> I got John Landis and Eddie Murphy had a falling out after that movie. Yeah. But then literally like five years later... Eddie Murphy's like, hey, I want you to direct Beverly Hills Cop 3. And he goes, what? John Lance was like, huh? I thought you didn't like me. No, it's like, no, I want you to make this movie with me. Uh, it's hilarious. Eddie Murphy's one of those guys that will change, like, grow and not tell you. So exactly. I can see that. Yeah. He he really does. He <clears throat> seem, People make fun of him, but he really does seem like a guy that's more aware than you think he is. I think so, yeah. I like Eddie Murphy a lot. I, think I do. He's a genius. Yeah, the guy's a he fucking a genius. genius. Even his bad movies, I still find enjoyment because yeah. he's like he's, clearly he's just long for the ride for some char- movies. He's a movie star. He's he charming. Is. Every movie he's in, he's like the best part. He's just he's got that Denzel Washington factor. Yeah, where it's like every movie he makes, he's he's him in it, but he's great. Like Robert Downey Jr. too. Same thing. He's tra- yeah, He's he, great. He's that that factor, you know. The, the, they got that that star charm and star factor, and it's really good. It's something they call you charisma. Gotta see, you gotta see Dolomite, and you know who else is in Dolomite? Wesley Snipes, yes. who's amazing. He plays the director he's, of he is of the movies, right? Oh, yeah, no, he's the director. I saw he's his hilarious. scenes. Yeah, I saw great. just his scenes, and I'm like, God damn, he's good. <coughs> this this Snipes, really is our Wesley Snipes night. Wesley Snipes is, I think, vastly over uh, underrated. Underrated. I I love Wesley Snipes. I grew up with Wesley Snipes. I think we're like people always talk about, oh, you know, representation. I consider Wesley Snipes one of my go-to like action heroes. I would say, yeah. out of the five biggest ones in the late eighties, yeah. early nineties, which you got Stallone, yeah. Schwarzenegger, Van Damme, uh, Snipes, and uh, unfortunately, for some reason, on this list is Steven Seagal. But really, they made the so, most movies in that period, and Snipes true, is my yeah. favorite in yeah. that period. He's up there. Oh. I mean, Stallone's my favorite overall just because of the actual drama and, and directing. Right. But Snipes is my favorite to watch on the screen. I even named my fucking self after his character of his. Demolition Man. Demolition Man. Simon Phoenix. Yeah. That That's legit the only reason my name <clears throat> is Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. 
And That's he's it. a legit, legit martial artist. The guy can do his own fight. And Blade, he's unbelievable. Blade, the Blade trilogy, he's amazing. Even though he's, he's a he's total good. asshole behind the scenes when you watch. Well, for for the last Blade, yes, not for the other two Blades. <laughs> no, the, even he the was... first one, he's like refused to do some certain scenes, and they had to put someone else in there. That's, uh, that's I, what... I think he was he was maybe because he was tired. Uh, I'm not saying there's not reasons, but it's right. kind of like a Bill Murray versus Chevy Chase. It depends on your right. personality, how big of an asshole right. you can get away with being. Right, exactly. Chevy Chase, I would I would punch him in the fucking face the second he said something to me. But Bill Murray, I'd yeah. be like, oh, I don't care what you say, Bill. <laughs> like It depends on your personality. And Wesley Snipes, yeah. okay, well, I'll shoot around it. I'll figure out a way. Don't fucking talk to me. I won't. <clears throat> but if Will Smith said the same thing to me, I'd be like, "Go fuck yourself, Will. You. Do the fucking fuck scene." Fuck you. Fuck you. Go go get, go. Put your wife's dick in your mouth. Shut up. Yeah. Fucking asshole. It's just a different personality. <clears throat> if if yeah. Jamie Fox said the same thing to me, I'd be like, "All right, Jamie, we'll work around that. <laughs> like, I'll find a way. You just yeah. You're a nice guy. You're charming. Okay. I like you. Yeah. No, but what's Any, nice anybody get to two... you yet, Jamie? Your name's <laughs> Jamie. Two... Yeah. Let's not forget though. These are two really big bombs. Yes. Drops on a money train were failures at the box office. Yes. I mean, abysmal failures. Not even breaking even, not even getting half of the budget back worldwide failures. I think these movies must have done well on video. Video and HBO and renting HBO it. And cable, absolutely, because that's the only Because way. the reason I watched Drop Zone 30, 40 yeah. times was because of yeah. HBO or Cinemax or who, whoever bought it. I don't care. Yeah. Same thing as Money Train. The second that came out on uh, on HBO or Cinemax, Cinemax or Showtime or whatever the fuck it was, I didn't watch it as much as show as Drop Zone because to spoiler our versus episode, Drop Zone's way fucking better and more entertaining. Money Train is uh, is a weird movie. It is because I feel like it was it's paced diff- it's paced all it's, wrong. It's three different scripts in one movie. Yes, and they didn't know what it wanted to be. Like, is it an action movie? They have this... And, and I got two movies confused because I always thought Michael Wincott was in this movie. He's in Metro. He's the bad guy in Metro, the Eddie Murphy movie about the subway cops. You know what's weird? And in this one, now, it's Chris Cooper! In Metro, 1996, that movie yeah. has Eddie Murphy's with the dreadlocks. Or like, whatever yes. you call that. He looks he looks the best Eddie Murphy's ever looked in that movie. And then Cornrows. Yeah, Cornrows. Yeah, cor- sorry. Whatever it was, he has you yeah. know like damn, man, yeah. Murphy looks good in that movie. I remember when it came out, and then but the problem is they're yeah. showing they're showing it now on like HBO or Cinemax all the time, and I'm right. like, why right. now? Well, they got they got a lot. Of time the movie's 27 years old. Well, shit, it's better than seeing Showtime or Pluto Nash. Those movies suck. The Metro is somewhat. Maybe it's the Michael Rappaport factor. Michael Rappaport is yeah. t- kind of taking over stuff. He's kind of like I guess his he's draining. His time, he, he is. I hate Michael Rappaport. <laughs> yes, he is a I draining individual. Michael, I hate Michael Rappaport. He's annoying as fuck. I hate him. Can't stand him. And uh, whatever. But we're talking about Wesley Snipes in Drop Zone. And so Drop Zone, I saw it. I think on video. That's where I, I, I rented it. Yeah. And I think I saw HBO here and there. But Money Train and Jobs were both rentals. I didn't see them multiple times. Oh, really? I okay. did not see multiple times on HBO. I didn't really, I didn't really notice them. Okay. Um, but I did watch them when they first came out on video. 
Drop Mine Zone. Train, I haven't seen since then. Drop Zone, I don't want to interrupt. So I haven't seen Money Train in 27 years. Sorry. Drop. No, no, I, I didn't want to interrupt. Um, but I just real quick. Drop Zone was a movie that when I first started doing Lloyd and Winterland, back on August 2nd, 2014, I convinced all my friends to watch it. For episode 35 of that show, of the, the first show we've ever done. Wow. And I was like, uh, I was like being vulnerable because I'm like, I love this movie, but I want to tell them. And I'm like, I'm prepared to rip this movie apart. Here we go. Yeah. We watched it and movie. everyone in the show liked it. Oh, it's fun. It's a fun movie. It's a, no, it's not a great movie, but it is fun. No, that's fun. that's it's That's fun. all you want out of a 90s action movie. Yeah. Because it is preposterous on every level. Yes. It really is. It's it, stupid. It, it, it's a stupid it, movie. It's the dumbest movie I've seen. Like, I, I, I texted you. I said, this yeah. is the dumbest movie I've seen in a long time. But God I damn it, I'll watch it again right was. now if we started it. I would put it on. It's funny. Um, Derek said, it opens up again. <laughs> yes. Drop Zone is like, again, like my train. It's three different scripts in one movie. It opens up with Michael Jeter in prison feeding cats. And then he gets attacked. All of this is true. A, a Mexican. <laughs> the a worst Mexican assassin ever. Murder. He takes. Yeah, he's a terrible assassin. He's stabbing he from him. here. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a big long. He gets it from a boombox. He might as well a say like, "I'm sorry, I'm about to shiv you." Wire, and the guards stop him easily. Yeah, I think he does say that. Yeah, the guards come get him, and then they they basically have to call. Malcolm Jamal Warner and Hold on. Snipes, who are both brothers, not street brothers, they're brothers. Yeah, I have a question. Do you think the guy didn't want to shiv him because he didn't want AIDS bullet all over him? That's a real question because he did, he died Absolutely. six years, seven years after this. Well, he was in Green Mile and that was it. Yeah, was 98. Last, so last four years after this, but died. I think he died... Within a year or two, because Green Mile was ninety nine though it was released in ninety nine, so I guess yeah, they probably made it. Sorry, yes. no makes sense. But uh, Michael Jeter is is this again? I still don't know exactly what it was he he did because they don't really explain it. This is my first time watching this <laughs> as an adult, like okay. because when I first started the show a decade ago, honestly, I don't I I was. You know, we're watching with a bunch of friends. I wasn't really paying attention. This is my first time sitting down as an adult and going, "That's what this movie's about." Because when you're when you're nine or ten, you don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. But so Michael Jeter was doing a bunch of hacking, is essentially what right. it was back in the er- the earliest days of the internet. He was doing what he yeah. does for Gary Busey that you see later. That's why they break him out of prison. Well, he he is, but he steals money from the cartels, right? Yeah, he was a bunch of well, a bunch of shady shit. He was stealing money, and then he was going to testify. His ego got a, got a, he could have gotten away forever, but his ego got it the best of him, and that's why they said they, they caught him. Um, but that's but also why they, they he's going to testify against them. Testify. That's why they're trying to stab him in the yeah. opening in the worst Which scene ever. Which, if he's a if he's a witness to the persecution to be testifying against drug cartels, why would he be in general population? Wouldn't that be the first problem? Like, uh, he has to be in his own cell. 
and we have to have him be 500 miles away from any prison with prisoners in it. Yeah, they're going to... Because t- he's a fucking star witness to a giant case that needs to be... You need to get through. Like, it, like Godfather 2. They didn't put that guy in fucking population. He was in an army barracks. Yeah. And they put him in Gen Pop. Uh, and they're like... told him to kill himself. Yeah. People keep trying to He's kill dead. him. It's weird. He's Michael Jeter. The man has no defensive support. mechanisms other than sympathy. So, I mean, that might have saved him other there in the opening AIDS. scene. Other than AIDS blood. AIDS blood and sympathy, because the killer's like, ah, he's crowning. He's got balding crown. Okay. Fuck, I won't. And by the way, I, I love evening shade. I won't kill the guy. Shit. <laughs> oh. Let's not talk about I watched a shit out of Evening Shade, by the way. <laughs> you and Evening Shade, yeah. <laughs> it brought well, it up Derek several Jeter, times. So, so Derek Jeter, <clears throat> yes, we have. Uh, Derek Jeter is getting. This is. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna interrupt. Being escorted. Can I interrupt one time? Yes. This is the reason I love Please. Cable Guy so much. What I'm describing right now is because all I could do as a child was watch TV and shut the fuck up. <laughs> And that's why I love uh, uh, Cable Guy so much, because that's his backstory, which was, you watch TV, you get the fuck out of my life, and that was my life. Wow. So I associated with that movie, because we talked about doing uh, Cable Guy versus Death to Smoochie. Right. I think I'm yes. cutting Cable Guy, because I don't know if you want to talk about that movie, but... Yeah, Death to Smoochie's enough. Yeah, we'll just do Death to Smoochie next week. We'll do Death to Smoochie. Yeah, that sounds fine. But I'm so sorry. Continue what you were saying there. No, I'm just getting through the plot. Yeah. So drop zone. Uh, they're going to escort Michael Jamal Warner is escorting Theo Huxtable. Michael Jeter with Wesley Snipes, and the the they get they're in a a a seven forty seven yes with thirty five thousand feet in the air or whatever. It's a nightmare a, at thirty thousand feet. It, 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 <laughs> that was the Twilight episode. I get it. <clears throat> it wasn't about a podcast. Fucking stupid. Uh, the original one much better. That version is. That's, this that's is twenty thousand feet. That's, that's my twenty thousand feet. But um, I love the fact that the that the uh, guys that are uh, taking part in this hijacking are so racist because Wesley <laughs> Snipes gets up to go to the bathroom and, or, or go. I forgot what Wesley Snipes was doing. He go, he gets up because he's not there with Jeter. He's sitting across from Michael Michael Jamal Warner, and he goes to the bathroom or something. And the and the and the hijackers shoot the black guy sitting in the other seat next to Michael Jamal Warner, but that's not the cop; it's some random black guy, poor bastard. And they shoot up Michael Jamal Warner, who goes out as a hero, which I was glad to see. I forgot about that. Except he gets blamed for the entire thing. Exactly, but he does. He's a hero at the end of the movie. But but doesn't matter because Drop Zone, like I said, it's three different movies in one. The hijack part of the movie is over, so no one gives a shit. After that part, Michael Jamal Warner is dead. Wesley Snipes never talks about him ever again. Like the whole point of his no, every, is to find the killers. Yes. Everyone else talks about Theo Huxtable, Michael Jamal yeah, Warner, he but does he does not. He they go, his partner was killed up there. Yeah. He's like, I want to find the killer. He talks to his like supervisor who plays a cop or DA agent in 50,000 fucking yeah. things. Yeah. Who's like, that's nonsense. Like, it's just it's your brother like with loose cannon. I'm like, I, I like how nobody believes him 
that there was hijackers where there's witnesses on the fucking airplane that saw people jump out with My parachutes. third fucking note is, you're telling me none of the people saw guns that we clearly yeah. saw them see. They shot people on the They plane. shot people. You see them they go, shot, oh my God, there's guns. Black <laughs> guy that got shot, he's dead. What happened to him? Oh, that shot. Turbulence. Wing blown up. That's Jamal Warner. Shot him. He shot up. It's like you haven't seen the Matrix because it's five years from now. But he shot air what? bullets and they went whoop and makes no sense. Like again, dumb. This is a dumb movie. The suggestion so that his 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 in command officer says is Malcolm Jamal Warner shot his gun so willy nilly, a, a six shooter. Keep in mind that yes. he shot the door open on the plane and it sucked out passengers, killing seventeen him. people. Up people. It's behind him. The door's behind him. He doesn't have the magic bullet that kills Kennedy. That's why I was doing the whoop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the wanted, the wanted gun. Yeah, he's got the. He's got the <laughs> bullet swing from wanted. He can curve bullets. He can. He's a. Uh, hold on, Wesley Snipes. Have you ever seen a? I mean, the movie hasn't come out for another five years. Also, but have you seen a Magneto in the comic books? <laughs> I'm thinking, this motherfucker. I'm thinking that Theo Huxtable is some sort of Magneto creature that can curve the bullets and shoot <clears throat> innocent people. And poor Theo Huxtable is in this movie. For Even though the bullets minutes. don't fucking match. This, he's in this movie for maybe eight minutes. Like, that's it. And he's gone. That's, that's true. But also, what I just said is something I just realized for the first time. They're shooting, they're shooting Glocks. Yeah. Yeah. The Malcolm Jamal Jamal Warner's gun is not the same fucking gun, not the same caliber. No. no. None of the bullet patterns would match. No. But they're so ready to pin this on him because he's black, I guess. That, that I don't know why. There's no there's no reason. The, the reason why is because he's black. Okay. Yeah, well, you're right. Well, it's nineteen ninety four. That's why they're doing it. Let's be honest. Let's be honest here. <laughs> And the meanwhile, he sacrificed himself to save that little girl who Wesley Snipes yeah. scares the shit out of later for no reason. I love that. I love that scene because he knows. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. No, no, I'm, I'm not done yet. Was it him? <laughs> the little girl goes. He's okay. The little girl's almost sucked out of the plane. Malcolm Jamal Warner saves her. She pulls the mask off one of the hijackers and sees a yeah. scar. He's like, ah, and flies out. But then uh, ah! Wesley Snipes interviews you later. And he's like, can you describe the guy? And she goes, and what's the time? She pulls off his shades and goes, he had a scar? He had a scar. Is this the man? He has like a glossy eight by 10. And she's like, ah! <laughs> she freaks the fuck out in her own mind. She, she, you can see her turn inward. Like her mouth becomes an asshole. Like, and just, and she's like, oh, and her mom's like, we're done here. What are you doing? Dick is frozen. We have a frozen dick here. Hold on. Let me try something here. All right. We still got a frozen dick. That's all right. I'll I can go on money. Money. No, I'm not. Drop zone for fucking ever. So he scars a little girl to get information. Meanwhile, they show the they, we've already seen who exactly the huge hijackers are. Um, dick just sent me that his computer crashed. I can stall with money with sorry with drop zone. Let me know when back. Okay, so meanwhile, oh, I'm in the big camera now. 
Uh, anyway, um, so he's scarring this little girl trying to find out information. Meanwhile, we've already seen who's ever. Um, I'm starting the sentence over. He's he's uh he's we've already seen who hijacks the plane, which is like Nick Ca no Nick Nick Cage, Gary Busey, this guy, that guy, the other guy, and a girl. So I'm watching this last night, and I've already seen this movie 30 times. Keep in mind, and I'm like. Okay, well, this is that girl. And then Wesley Snipes starts to do undercover shit because he gets fired or, you know, suspended technically from the police force. And he goes undercover at, at this place and immediately blows this cover and is like, all right, here, I'm going to tell you the lady, you know, because I have a picture of you and the, the hijacker who was caught with a scar in his face. And I'm like... Is that not the same exact fucking woman? Why is she there? What's going on? And then I realized at some point, it's supposed to be two separate women. And they look... Obviously, Yancey is, is way more attractive than the second lady who works for the terrorists. But could not fucking tell you the difference in the movie at first. What's her name? Yancey, Yancey Butler. But they look so much alike. And I was like, oh, that's her. Okay, she's... And they have a picture together. So I'm like, all right, well, that's her. She's undercover. And I'm like, running off old memories. Because I haven't seen this movie since we did it last. And I'm like, all right, it's been nine years. I'm talking about how Yancey Butler and the girl who works for... Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. How Yancey Butler and the girl who who's working for Busey... Yes. Who works? Who's dating look Jagger exactly now? Look exactly the fucking same. Only Yancey oh, Butler's obviously more attractive. I'm just saying. I don't know. Yancey Butler has no body. This girl had boobs at least. Uh, no, but she's also I don't know, <clears throat> the fake shit ruins it for me. Yancey Butler. No, Yancey Butler, I do like. She's got the 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 throaty voice. I like that. There's a point where she gets captured, and I remember being ten when this movie when I saw it. And she does like, ah! and her voice cracks, and I was like, ah. like I remember that moment. Oh, I'm I'm being <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a great sexual awakening. For it's you. a great it's sexual great. awakening story. I realize for, for Yancey Butler, who hasn't done anything since. Don't Trump no, I don't. I can't name a single other project she's in. I think she did some TV show. She's she's probably in a lot of like those mutant X shows, like those '90s TV. No, shows. No, but you know she played. married. John she Peters or someone. She must have married a producer. Yeah. Got a lot of money and just called it a day. What Cajun oh. movie did we just do that said a Peters production? Oh, that, uh, no, that was... Uh, was it one of these? Train. Money, money Train? train okay, so Peter. thank you. Yeah. I'm glad I brought yeah. that up because it's relevant. Yeah, yeah. Another bomb. I remember seeing John the Peters. Gates of the Peters movie, and it like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck you. I want a giant spider. No one likes John Peters. I love when Christopher Nolan said, uh, keep him off the set. <laughs> we don't want him here for Superman. He was just like, nope, keep John Peters out of here. But uh, so, but the funny thing about Yancey Butler, that character was supposed to be a man. Yeah. So that's the one thing. That's one scene, two that was so stupid. She, Wesley Snipes never jumped out of a plane before. He goes up in the plane. He yeah. goes up in the plane. She basically says, okay, well, fuck you. They fucking open a, a booby trap door. He falls out of the airplane with no parachute. 
He's not wearing the parachute. They do a great scene where he's sitting there making fun of her, and she goes, all right. Yeah. And pulls the lever, and you get the, yeah. the slim pickings whoop, from the yeah. bottom of the plane. And it's like, it's like he's a cartoon character. Because there's a brief moment where you yeah. move. It's like, green screen. You get the green yeah, screen effect. The green, the green screen in this, in this movie is so bad. No. I, it is laughable. It's terrible. I Granted, completely disagree with you. Oh, it's so bad. I was watching this going, I could tell when it's green screen and when it's versus. I will say there's way more real uh, parachuting in this there movie is, than you there think is. there would be with a movie like this. Because I have right. a list here of just a couple other like skydiving movies. Terminal Velocity. You got uh, Coleman Francis's uh, The Skydivers. Right. And then you have John Frankenheimer's Gypsy Moss. That's really it. That's all I can think of. Wow. But all three of those movies, terrible skydiving effects. This one, I fucking bought it, man. Like the, There's some scenes that you can tell are obviously fake, but they really had the actors skydiving right. for most of them. Well, back, back to Wesley Snipes falling out of the airplane without a parachute. Yancey Butler's yes. like, okay, I'm going to go save his life. What if she misses? What if she overshoots him? And oh shit! I'm gonna murder this man. So get murdered on my watch because of a joke. I would say he jumped out of the plane. I don't know what the fuck was that wrong with him, but he jumped out. Well, either way, it's murder on her pants. No, it's not murder. She doesn't care. It's murder. They opened the. They dropped her from a plane. The reality is murder, but the the lie is not murder. Is what I'm saying. Of course, no, no body, no crime, but his body's all strung out in the bayou. Like, I, we were flying. I was explaining how he was working on a case. I thought he's a cop. I was describing how, and he just jumped out. He's being avenged, and he jumped out of the plane. But, uh, so, and then with the joke, the, the whole point of that scene is for him to punch her in the face. But in the script, he said, So Raven, and jumped out. I don't... That was the man's part yes. originally. Yeah. And I guess Yancey Butler in the script, he punches the guy in the face. And Nancy Butler says, no, keep that in the movie. It's, it's the funny. funniest part of the movie. And it's the funniest part of the movie because Wesley Snipes You fell. You lived. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. He's all wet. And, then, and he's running. He's walking to his car like he has something up his ass. Yeah. It's all fucked up. He's like, ah, oh, fuck you, God. I'm leaving this place. Fuck you. I'm Wesley Snipes. I can't take this anymore. Because it's, like it's like a goofy comedy. He's trying to figure out the murderer's who killed his find a murderer that killed right, his brother. Here it is. And it turns into this goofball comedy. They just jumped out of the she drops him out of the plane and then the the, the pilot is like, go get him. Oh, we should also mention that the uh, mechanic for the plane, the pink plane, is uh, uh yes. is Parker Lewis. Yes. Who we've discussed at, at length versus our LAW the stand review. Go check that out. Another cross promotion. Yeah. But we've talked about him a lot. He's great in this movie. He really is. He doesn't do a whole lot. He's in a few scenes, but yeah. he's really good in this. And I'm surprised he's not like continuously working. Uh, maybe he is, but nothing I've ever seen. Well, he's pretty. I mean, he's got to be an older gentleman now because this was. He's probably in his fifties. This was thirty years ago. All right, here we go. Here he is. <laughs> now, you fell. You lived. That is something I quote to this day. To my kids, they fall. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's good life. Drop zone. Great life lesson. <laughs> yes. It is. This movie is Point Break for skydiving. It's the same fucking well, yeah. movie. Yeah. It's the same movie because Point Break had skydiving in it. Yes. 
Adios, amigo. And, and Gary Busey's in both. And Gary Busey is the bad guy in this. And Gary Busey was 50 years old. Yeah. In this movie. He looks. So that tells you how old is he now? Because what, 94? So 50 years old, 93. Because he shot 93. So he's 29 years 80, ago. He's 80 years old. Oh, he's uh, 79. Yeah. No, 79. He's got to be almost 80. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, and he's still around. Yeah, 79. 79. That's nuts. His son is considered elderly now. Yeah. His son's got to be 50. Has to be 50. His son qualifies yeah. for, uh, he's yeah. getting the AARP shit and qualifies I, for, for benefits for my, Social Security. I, I got my Social Security check, Dad. That's great. These two men, son. these two men could make a fortune selling like their teeth enamel to, to less fortunate. Because I believe it entirely because on the hijack in the, in the beginning, he bites off Michael, Michael's finger. And I'm like, yeah, his horse teeth, his horse horse teeth could definitely bite off a finger. I believe that. I've been off lots of fingers. I've done that. I've done that <laughs> yeah. time. I don't believe that was actually. I believe Michael actually had his finger bitten off, and they just Michael wrote really it in lost the movie. Finger on that movie. <laughs> yes. Really, yeah. That fucker. He didn't care. I had AIDS. Michael Jeter is like, I, fuck it. I throw in the movie if it works, but holy shit, he really bit my thumb off. Or my. You got AIDS blood. My, my. I can taste it. <laughs> I think Michael. You gotta go to the doctor. This is like pennies, but with if, the, is, if Abraham Lincoln before, and the penny had AIDS, you know what I mean? This is before before Michael Jeter knew Mike Gary Busey. You got AIDS. You gotta go to the doctor, Michael. Yeah. I know AIDS when I taste it. Like, this is AIDS. Shit. Should I? What? All right. No. Uh, I did send you a picture of uh, Jagger in this movie. Right. Yes. Luca Brkovic, Brkoviki. Right. Sure. Italian yeah. guy. Yeah. The fucking cojones on this guy. He looks so different now. Right. Again, 30 years ago. I know, but I looked at him and I go, I don't even recognize him. Like, I, wow. like look at him. I couldn't point him out as Jagger in this movie, and I've seen this movie 10,000 times. Couldn't tell you this is Jagger yeah. from the movie. I would not recognize this yeah. guy right here. No, no way. No way. But... A girl would not know who that was. Exactly. But I will say, I did recognize someone from this movie because I watched Big Sky, which is a not a good show. Do not watch Big Sky. Watch the first episode and check the fuck out. Ryan Philby gets I'm killed. Out. That's yep, all you need. Right. I'm out. I'm not doing that. Rex Lynn is in this movie as Bobby. He's like the chunkier dude with the goatee, balding. The bald. Hey, he's in CSI Miami. He is. But he's, on, he's in Big Sky. He's the he's most recent asshole. season is Buck. Yeah, he's he's a really, lot of stuff. he's a good, he's a he's really good Cliff, actor. He's, he's a cliffhanger too. Yeah, he's he a is. Cliffhanger too. He's a bad guy. Cliffhanger. He is. No. He he kind of replaces. Um, of sorry, what? He yelled at us. He yelled at us on the set of CSI Miami. You were on the set of CSI Miami. Uh, I was an extra in CSI Miami, and we were in an entourage that was shouting for this rapper. And he goes, "Did you guys put a little bit more uh, effort into that?" And so we just did it again, like over the top, like stupidly. And we, I looked at him. Is that is that better? Like in a way of saying, like, oh, is that better for you, bald man? Go fuck yourself. Go suck David Crusoe's dick. And then David Crusoe shut up for his two minutes of fucking film time and left. But he's kind of like remember, the, the David 
John Carroll Lynch of this of this uh, yeah, so of Big John Sky. John Carroll Lynch should be a good was a good actor. Saying, He's a nice guy. I'm just saying this guy's nasty. Him guy. on Big Sky is kind of like replacing him because they got rid of John Carroll Lynch. <clears throat> yeah, well, because anyway, on the, sorry. That, that, well, all all the extras who were there for like who were like normal extras said, "Oh, that guy's an asshole." The bald guy. The, really? He was a prick. Yeah, everybody didn't like him. They said he's an asshole. Okay, I, I'm I not gonna. I have I no opinion one way or the other. Yeah. I'll believe it. Yeah. I believe well, I you more was, than I believe him, but I like him. Probably, he was probably mad because he had to work with David Caruso, who was probably an asshole. Yeah, the, you, you got to think when you it do that sense. shit, there's reasons yeah. they're acting that way. Because if they're not yeah. a main star, there's reasons yeah. they're acting that way. He's getting paid decent money for a show that he probably doesn't like because he wanted to be a real actor. But TV, this was like a TV show in his prime, so he was probably making $150,000 an episode. So it's pretty good money. So good for him, but at the same time, it's probably like, God damn it! I wish I was doing movies. This fucking TV shit blows. I was in Drop Zone, God damn it! Drop fucking zone. Thank you. I wasn't you. in Money Train. I was in Drop Zone. No, he's really good in. Uh, he's the only like redeeming quality because he. No, he's pl- a good actor. Yeah. His character in Big Sky is married to Reba McIntyre, who was just a fucking like plastic nightmare. Wow. She's like, I'm so scared right now. Ooh. I'm like, you are? Even after fighting Tremors? Can you? F- yeah, exactly. I'm like, can- oh, you're scared? I'm glad you wow. said that because I can't tell. Yeah, Your face is stuck in a plastic nightmare that, that scares the shit out of me. It's like a Picasso painting up here. Your dialogue allows me to understand your emotions. You have to write that specifically for her because she cannot emote. I feel so happy right now, yet I'm fearful. <laughs> She, if you watch, I know you're not going to, but if you're a fan nope. of Big Sky, if you watch it, you know what I'm talking about. She literally goes, I don't trust you. I don't know what to feel. I guess I'm scared. I love you. I love you. They, they literally write lines around her frozen nightmare of a face. Oh, my God. It is so, fu- it was the most amusing part of the season for me because I was like, that's why she said that. Because you could not tell by looking at her. Well, okay, so the, the plot of Drop Zone. It's pretty much okay. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Gary Busey was a former DEA agent. Yes, they don't spend enough time on that. They don't because it's like okay, it's well, like, if he had access, because he has access to all this information already. Yeah. Why doesn't he just get it and have it already, and just give it to the drug lords and sell it to them after he he was retired? Once. Why does he need to parachute into the roof? To do these, these all he's doing is stealing undercover agents for the DEA yeah. or FBI. It's FBI, That's sorry. all he's doing. Yeah, all he's doing, he's charging 20, was it 10, 20 million he's a month or two million two a month? Mi- two, million. two million a month, two million a month, but that's like 24 a million dollars a year. You got them all because you get them all from the database. On that drop in DC. But he's parsing it out. So I get I get why he would do it the way he's doing. But I like I love the fact that he goes, to prove how much is val- how how valuable it is, I'll yeah. do it once for free. And they do it. They as soon as they introduce the villain's plot, which is to skydive into the in the security buildings and steal the data, they do a nice setup there with Michael yeah. Jeter where they're like, rush, and they're trying to rush him. Um, and he's like, I'm scared. Everything there is taking its time. As soon as they actually start the actual move, movie villains plan and doing it, yeah. it's yeah. in fast forward mode. You ne- yeah. they never stop long enough for you to focus on what the fuck's happening. Right. It has like a diehard ending where they're in a building, 
during right. the, the the big celebration there in Washington D.C. during the Fourth of July. Well, it's all the it's all the drop zone people. Yes, all the parachuters in the and, world parachute over D.C. that night, and it really turns into Die Hard. Because it's Wesley Snipes, yeah. and he's sne- yeah. no, it's lazy diehard. It's Wesley lazy. Snipes shows up, and he's, he's sneaking Snipes, around. Wesley Snipes only kills Gary Busey. That's it. Now everyone else gets killed by somebody else. I think Busey or Wesley Snipes also kills that guy that they drop through the elevator. And he's uh, like, yeah, he breaks his neck. And yeah, that's die it. Hard. It's, it's hard. fucking. Die- that's what I said. It's diehard. Yeah, it's it's shitty diehard. Die I will admit this is the weakest part of the movie. Luckily, it's so short because they fat they. Fast forward. It's the end of the movie. They cannot wait to get through this rest of this movie. Yeah. And luckily, it doesn't really matter because the best parts of the movie are Wesley Snipes punching women. Yes. Interacting with, uh, you know, fighting people in the in the toilet. Yes. He's in a like weird little That's outhouse right. thing and he's nice punching little, people. Yeah. A little bit of action. Not a lot of action in this movie, but when it, when it hits, it counts. Yeah, it's got the William Sattler lookalike from Die Hard 2. It does, yeah. It has the the Mexican dude. He's in a thousand things. Whatever his name is. He's the first guy to die. He's the guy that dies in the elevator and is just sitting there. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It, the, great, the guy from Home Alone, or sorry, uh, Home Improvement, who just died like five, six right, years yeah, ago. I forgot he was. He's the truck driver. He's the truck he's driver. The picking him up. So, okay. That's Gary the, Busey kills him. So, uh, you know, did you have that? I sent that video to you. Do you want to put that on there? I don't have it. Busey's death. I can oh, show God. it here in the movie if you want to go ahead and cover me for a few seconds. Yeah. So, okay. The problem with this movie is um, Gary Busey dies pretty ridiculously. And it's kind of anticlimactic, but also it's on par with Yafike Koda's death in Live Let Die. It's almost, yeah. it's like the sequel to that death. Because it's so terribly done. And he kills the other guy. He kills the guy from Home Improvement driving the truck. He does. I don't know how he does it. He changes the laws of physics. But he, he goes straight down. But somehow when you curved. cut to the Home Improvement yeah. guy's view from the truck, he's, he's about to be the only guy that lives through the movie. He goes, whoop. <laughs> Here it goes. Here it is. I won't play any audio. Look at that nice dummy. Die Hard. Look at this. But this is Die Hard with dummy. a parachute. But Die Hard, we had a Alan Rickman fall. is falling from the building. This is a dummy. But it's not. That's a bad green screen. That is okay. That bad is where I say screen. the difference between a uh, green screen. This is terrible. This is bad. But when they're actually shooting it, and then you see like Jagger, and he's like, "Stop it!" That looks really right. good. It looks great. Because well, it's against green. It's against blue sky. Yeah. This is. This is it. Watch. What? How did that happen? He How clearly misses happen? him right here. Yeah. Home improvement guy's right here. This guy, Gary Busey's right fuck here. Why are we constantly talking about Gary Busey's death in his body? Because in, in Predator 2, he gets cut in half and yep. his top half never falls. What the yep. fuck happens with Gary Busey when he, he dies? He physics in every movie he dies in. My, my top note on my, on my screen here is I wrote down HID. So Hollywood is dead notes. What happened to Gary Busey's top half in Predator 2? Right, exactly. What happens here? We yeah. need to move through this so we can get the money train. We'll he clearly that. misses him in every shot here. Yeah. And then it cuts to, and they're both dead. I yeah, won't. exactly. Whatever. The and, and then, no, the worst part is the, the parachutist is 40 stories high. 
and Mike and Michael Jeter and Wesley Snipes are on the bottom floor or on the on the grass, and Derek Michael Jeter's trying to get away, <clears throat> and Wesley Snipes going. No, I, will, I would love him. if Derek Jeter's in this. <laughs> Derek Jeter, uh, Derek Jeter gets hit. The guy with the parachute jumps off the roof, then he comes down the parachute and he lands on Michael Jeter. How does he see that from thirty stories up in the air? That makes no sense. Are you talking about um? They they the chant his character's name ten thousand times. Yeah, they say it. They say it a bunch. It's of like times. Rufio from Hook. <laughs> yeah, something stupid. Um, yeah. No, I I do love the fact that he will not talk to you unless he's jumped with you. That part's right, fun. Yeah. There's a lot of fun yeah. little quirks in this movie that I really sure. do enjoy. That's what makes the yeah. movie to me. The parachutist world, the, the yes. underworld of the parachutists. It's like a deep dive that movies that take parachuting more seriously do not address ever this movie is actually yes. more serious of a of a parachuting movie as far as aspects of a parachuter's life than yeah. serious movies that really tackle parachuting this one's like he will not talk to you name, if i you, can't name one about parachuting oh, oh gypsy moss is my is my main one but that movie's so fucking cheesy and cheap is that an, MS, is that an mst3k movie no that's uh the, the skydivers that's the francis coleman yeah, movie or coleman francis, francis. Coleman. Colin Francis, no! Yeah, that's that cheap ass. It's constantly placed. Yeah, that fucking Red guy. Cuba, Colin Francis, no! Yuka Fla- Beast Yuka Flats, that guy. Yeah, he's great. But this actually takes it serious, and they give them enough quirks. Every character you have enough time with. It's literally like the bare minimum. If right. I, This movie I would describe as bare minimum to explain every character, and then it moves the fuck on. Right. You know exactly what this guy wants, what he needs, what he, how he's like, and then he moves on. Doesn't spend any more time. Like when they introduce that character, he's like, "Hey, you might, yeah, I'll help you guys. They don't get paid, okay?" And he, he's like, "Can you help me out?" And then he falls off the building and he skydives. You know, that's a yeah. surprise. Swoop is his name. Swoop, swoop, swoop. Yeah. swoop. get him, swoop. That's right, swoop. Yeah. Swoop tackles, uh, uh, as you said, Derek Jeter at the end, <laughs> and knocks Derek him the fuck out, and he's like. Uh, and he comes over, and I love the fact that they follow up with this character because he's like, "Hey, hey, Pete, can you tell him I broke my leg? I need, I need assistance." Yeah, because it matches his character. It's great. It's a little yeah. joker there at the end. Yeah, yeah. The movie follows through. And then you we have, need to move on, don't we? Then you have Money Train. Money Train, ninety-five. Again, a year later. Money Train, a movie that feels like four different scripts in one movie. You have the brothers, played by Woody Harrelson and, and Wesley Snipes, basically doing their um, part two to White Man Can't Jump. Yes. It's that, it's that regroup. I hope they do another movie together, actually. But I will now. say this. I think it'd be better. I will watch a thousand movies with them together. Oh, yeah, they're good. They they're both fascinating movies. to me. I want them to be. They should do another one. They, they've never done another one, I don't think. There's no, there's no trilogy. I we wish need a, need Larry Flint now. had a black dude in his life that, that <coughs> Wesley Snipes could have played in People vs. Larry Flint. You. I love you. Yeah, he could. If if they replaced Courtney Love with Wesley Snipes and did the exact same movie, I would have liked it more. Yeah, it would have won every Oscar and been a hundred fifty million dollar hit. He's not constantly showing his gross tits. He's just showing his weird black ass. And I'm like, yeah, there we go. He's go his wonderfully, his wonderfully cut his, black body. His amazing body. His amazing cut body, like. He has a number of shirtless scenes, including after he's like, he's trying to box his sexual aggression for J-Lo out of the way. 
Both movies feature him punching women. They do. Both movies. This one was way not not as earned, but it made more sense when you watch it. If that, if I can make wouldn't no sense punch, there. Wouldn't you punch Jayla in the jaw with your boxing gloves? I, I've punched every single dancer from In Living Color except J-Lo. Yeah. She was too good. She's too big. Too she, big she's evasive. Can't do it. She was she was a doing? fly girl. She was a fly girl. That's why that's doing? we're of the age where we know J Lo as a fly girl. Yes. So it's weird to see her transition <clears throat> in the movies because I'm like, mm-hmm. you were behind Marlon Wayans or Sean Wayans doing. Here's our transition to commercial, and I'm like, that's fucking. That's why I know J Lo as, and then I'm seeing her. You, you introduced a Jim Carrey sketch once. Yeah, you were fire fire marshal Bill's introduction. James Carey's here. Yeah, so watching her as a, an established actor at this time, I'm not talking about now. She's She is what she is at this point. I don't care about that. But at that time, I was like, I knew who she was in 1995. I'm like, that's fucking Jayla. She was a fly dancer. Yeah. I thought she still was because I didn't know In Living Color got canceled by then. Right. I, you don't have anything to look it up why. <laughs> I didn't have the internet yet. Right. So I was like, oh, it's, that's her. Okay. Because at a certain point in Living Color, they started to move her to the forefront. Yeah. And it happened real quick. It happened like between a year, the, that season, she just started moving up to the, for, to the front. And I, I watched that show all the goddamn time. Yeah. So I I don't particularly love J-Lo. I, I do think she is very, very attractive. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, I'm like, there are certain shots she has where I'm like, oh, she's cute. It's but I'm cute. like... As an adult, I, I don't particularly like J-Lo that much. Right. I just, you sound like you're way more dismissive of her the way we were talking earlier. I am. I, I don't have any really opinion on her. Yeah. <clears throat> she's very attractive for an older woman. Now she's in her 50s. She looks good. She, she looks, looks fucking good. fantastic. Don't, she looks don't just, yeah, she, yeah. For a 50-something-year-old, she looks fucking fantastic. Don't be dismissive of J-Lo. Yeah, honestly, yes. Yeah, no, it's fine. No, she's yeah, she's a very, very beautiful woman. Yeah, absolutely. You know who didn't age well? Catherine Zeta-Jones. Or? Yancey Butler. Bridget Fonda. Don't, yeah. They're the same age. Those two women are the same age. Yeah, but Bridget Fonda was in a bad car accident that fucked up her... Yes. Her, uh, I'm just saying. Her, her fucking her growth plate in her body. And that's why I said I don't want to make fun of... Any actor. No, like, yeah, really sad. Really sad. It's it's pointless to discuss someone's looks after the age of yeah. After third of their thirties, yeah. like they're no, gonna fall no. apart. But J Lo, goddamn, she looks. Yeah, she looks good. She, she kind of looks better, better, honestly. And now she's with Ben Affleck again. She's she's done that. She's like a meme herself. She's she's like Pete yeah. Davidson, the woman, just fucked much, everybody and, yeah, and kudos much, to yeah. her. Good, get yeah. what you can, but oh yeah. Anyway, but, uh, the movie. Chris, Chris Cooper shows up. In three scenes. In three scenes. Two scenes. He's the, he's the, he's the torch. Is it just the two it's, scenes? I think it's just two it's scenes. Just, it's just two. It's just two. Yeah. <clears throat> like, this movie really doesn't have a plot. There's no plot. This movie is basically Woody Nelson's a fuck up. He owes money to gamblers, to mafia. Yeah. Which, again, that's resolved when Wesley Snipes comes and beats the shit out of him and basically says, you come after me again, I'm going to kill you. But that is just before the money train he robbery. Money train. Yeah. You know what's funny? 
going off what you just said, I rem- I watched this movie not as much as Drop Zone, so it's, I would say right. ten to twelve times enough to like. I know that movie. I know this movie. I f- forgot everything involving the money train. Exactly, because it's it's like a it's like a, a pl- it's a, a point point uh, plot point twenty five. Because like it doesn't really enter the movie until the third act. I remember in the movie, everything in the first yeah. hour ten. Like, I remember I remember them at the at the bar. I remember them dancing and her, him fucking her because I sure shit jerked off to this movie several times. Well, you know the funny thing about Robert Blake, his last movie was two years later was Last Highway. Yeah. Lost Highway. Call me. I remember him stealing the train. Like all of that stuff, but the actual money train aspect and getting away with the actual plot of the movie. Yeah. Like a distant memory. I was like, oh, sh- do I like shut this movie off after the first hour ten or what's going yeah, on? Because yeah. <laughs> like, this is not familiar. Where else think it's fifteen thousand? Wesley Snipes gives him fifteen thousand dollars cash to pay off. Because robbed an old lady, and he gets robbed by an old lady, which was great on the train, and for him being a train which they cop, set up. I think you know they yeah, do. They do. It's funny. It's when it's it's that nice stuff to pay off. They set that up in out. my favorite quote in this movie, which is Bob from uh, Walking Dead. He's also on the Wire, but he has a quote in the movie that I love. It's my favorite scene where he goes, "Wallets first, and rings and watches." They're sticking them up. You know, the two brothers, and they start arguing, and right. they pull yeah. guns at each other, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, they break yeah, up. Yeah, but yeah. I love the waltz first and rings of watches. I still think of that to this day. But the rest of the movie is kind of a kind of a blur. Well, that makes sense, because it is a blur. <laughs> yes. much to, this movie is not memorable at all. And oh, by the way, <clears throat> it takes place, the main train robbery is on, uh, on uh, New Year's Eve. There's nobody in Times Square, by the way. They go to Times yeah. Square, it's supposed to be filled with people. I guess they got there... 10 hours before the ball drops because there's like 40, there's 250 extras there. And that's it. Times Square yeah. is like, I'd say 125,000. Oh, rough. More than that. Like, like I'm, yeah. I'm just giving a, a loose estimate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah At yeah. least. At least. But yes. It, it is COVID. very, very underfunded. <laughs> this I part of the this movie. Was, this, this was the, the COVID year that they robbed the money. Train. But luckily, they kept the camera low enough during those scenes that you sure. don't really think about it too much. And what cracks me up also is they had enough cops to go down to stop the money train that should be out enforcing the street laws during. There's New no, Year's but it's Eve. chaos upstairs. There's no way. There's no way there'd be a hundred cops or fifty cops stopping the money, shooting the money train as it's going down the money train. And there wouldn't be anybody on the subway because they'd be all at Times Square. Yes. <clears throat> there would be no subway running. Yes. The cops would be like, we're not doing that. So he'd have his own private security. He'd have to hire an outside right. firm. And by the way, the private security is all character actors. Yes. It's 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 and Hank Grant from Breaking Bad. Yeah. 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 It's, it's... You got the guy from, from Kill Chain and Just Shoot Me's in there. <laughs> yes. He shows The bald up. dude. Yes. That's amazing. I was like, oh my God. No, it, it is full of character right? actors. And they're only in that one scene because later it's when they it. actually rob them, they're not there. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like the, the money train security team all gets off. What a what an easy train to rob. They all get off the money train. Nobody stays on the money train except the driver. And then Woody Harrelson comes in and kicks the driver out and he takes off with the money train. It's the easiest thing to steal. I'd. 
Yes. <clears throat> it's it is so sick. All he does, the entire hijacking is, is he's below the train, he goes and ducks down. The driver doesn't see him. The 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 whatever you call that. Right. The what's it called? Conductor of the train does not see him. No. Even though they're going half a mile an hour at that point. And he's and he goes the, the screws off. Yeah. Comes up and goes Bah bah throw you off the train and <laughs> yeah. has the fucking train. <clears throat> In, yeah. in like 14 seconds. The movie is in yeah. speed. It's in fast forward mode then. It's like drop zone. You, Once they get need, to the actual plot of the movie, fast forward. Do you need 10 cops to, to get the tokens from the subway? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Subway, uh, stall? Like literally there's oh. 10 guys on the money train. They go and get a bag of quarters to go put in the pile with the money train. What is the money? The money train is just ah, there the we go. money from the subway. Is that what it is? It's the subway money? It's the sub... They try very loosely... This is my first time catching this part, this detail. Because they try so desperately... I just changed my hat because I want to color coordinate for our shows. So this is our blue. Anyway, they try very loosely to tie in the two storylines, but they do not succeed. No. You got the money train, which is collecting money from the toll booth... At, at the train station, it, it does that every single stop, and then it rolls in and pays, uh, pays Blake. That's right. it. That's the money train. Why does it pay Blake? Why would he get the money? We'll get to that in a second. I don't remember. The why. second storyline is because of that Chris Cooper is robbing them. So you think Blake at some point, Robert Blake, would mention the fire yeah. guy who keeps killing yeah. our guys and is taking our money. Right. He never, ever no. says anything about them. So how does... You know why? Does... Probably added after. Right, yeah. That's my theory. Again, this is four different scripts in one movie. It's probably yeah. added afterward to <clears throat> add some more excitement. Right. I think it was, absolutely. It, it explains everything. Yeah, because they had nothing. Uh, if you don't have the torch, there's no action. It's not even a yes. fight scene. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So they added that <laughs> so they can have J-Lo going, yeah. Hey! Stop trying to rape my man, sister of right. John Turturro yeah, from The Sopranos. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You got J-Lo doing terrible drunk acting. She's fucking oh, awful she, there. She was bad. That was bad drunk acting. I was like, oh, God, she, she was real bad there. It was like, ooh, embarrassing. I but, forgot uh, where we originally started here. Robert Blake yes. with the money. Well, how is there $500,000 yes. in one bag? It's every single... A train stop at during that course. Okay. They okay. My problem with the movie is they're do, the movie starts with the undercover sting. They're doing like seven NYPD officers deep to to get one pickpocket. Right. Yeah. It is true. not worth the effort. Yeah. Exactly. They chase them down. Through, <laughs> they're running through the tunnel. It, it's not worth it. They get caught by the money train and they have to move it to the side. They never catch the guy. No, the money train kills them. Oh, is that sorry? That's what it is. Yeah, they shoot them. And then it's Wesley Snipes, and then it's Rudy Harrelson because they're brothers and partners. Yeah, sitting in front of Robert Blake, and they. This is me watching this as an adult for the first time. I've not seen this movie since nineteen ninety six, seven. It's my train. Don't fuck with it. It cuts to Robert Blake, and he's like, "You made my train uh, seventeen minutes late. Yeah, you don't fuck with my train. You fuck with my train, I fuck with you." And I'm like. Who's this guy? Just a train guy? Why is he yelling at them? 
How are you, brothers? You are white. Yeah. You are a Negro. Yes. He's saying the most racist shit ever. That's so funny. He even carries it over to J-Lo Rodriguez. Whatever he says. Yes. Or Santiago. Santiago. I'm... I'm uh, 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 Detective Santiago. Santiago. Officer Once, Santiago. And then you get to come and, up and switch he It's Officer yeah, Santiago. When he goes, I'm not going to hit him. We're going to hit him. We're both going to hit him. Yeah. That, that trilogy of jokes. Nine. Yeah. That, that's a three-peat. Comedy comes in three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although the... The third time is the least funny. Yeah. We're both going to hit him. Fucking. So there's no cameras on the money train, apparently. It's 1995. That would have. Uh, they had cameras in 95. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 95. Still... No uh, CCTV. No, yeah, no CCTV. Nothing. <clears throat> Woody Harrelson's yeah, like, immediately like, throw the guy off. Ha <laughs> ha. And I'm like, right, no. I... I don't know how how a, a subway or a subway system could accumulate millions of dollars on a train from tolls. There's no way. It doesn't make any sense. I don't I don't understand what the money train is. The, it's the it, whole it's, city. I know, but still. That, okay. Yes, but how much is each ride on a subway? Like a dollar in 1995. What was the subway ticket cost? And that's if you didn't have a pass, like a dash pass thing. Where you just scan it and go in. It's like you paid cash every time you went on the fucking subway. And now it's all cards. It's not cash. Nowadays, they'd be like, we have trillions of dollars worth of receipts on there for yeah. Visa and MasterCard. For, for, for our uh, audit that we have to have for the city. So the city has to have every fucking credit card stamp or else we're going to prison. <clears throat> Robert Blake doesn't get to keep any of the money trade money because it's the city's money, not his. I collect every token I get from the subway. What? Can you discuss this movie for like another 20 seconds? Uh, right. Robert Blake. I got to pee. Uh, is, a, is a character actor that killed his wife <laughs> uh, who deserved it. She was an awful human being. She caused this, the deaths of, uh, of Marlon Brando's son, Bonnie Lee Blake. I, I mean, he committed suicide, but more than likely she pushed him to it. And I guess he she married Robert Blake. And Robert Blake was out of the acting game for about, God, 15 years, maybe, something like that. After Beretta, he he went on to do, like, he did movies here and there. He's a good actor. He's just an oddball. And he's a murderer. But whatever. I mean, murdering in Hollywood is synonymous. Uh, Alec Baldwin's a murderer. O.J. Simpson's a murderer. Matthew Broderick's a murderer. This is all proven in court of law and lawsuits and civil suits and everything. So uh, it's not like it's not true. But um, you have uh, Robert Blake playing this very oddball character who is almost the same character from Lost Highway. And Lost Highway is his last movie. It's your last credited movie um, because he ended up shooting his wife in a restaurant uh, to go get it. He told his wife, I got to go get my gun out of the car. Stay here. Uh, or he went into the restaurant to get his gun from the table because he left his gun in the co- in the restaurant with the spaghetti, and the two guys came out and shot her to death in the front seat of her car. I mean, granted, she was probably an awful woman. I mean, allegedly, she was an awful woman. Didn't deserve to get shot. I don't know, maybe. Who cares? But anyways, moving on. Uh, Woody Harrelson steals the money from the money train in a hilarious reveal at the end when they... Escape the money train, and uh, 
Wesley Snipes. I thought I thought quote. you would still be talking about Robert Blake and his murder. Uh, I, I, I did. I talked all about that. <laughs> yeah. I, I made my case. I, I, I heard that before I left, and I was like, "That's all yeah. he's going to talk about." Murder, murder is synonymous in Hollywood because I named a bunch of Hollywood murderers in Matthew cold Brod- blood. Matthew Broderick, uh, yeah, uh, Alec Baldwin, uh, John Landis. I was, that was my next name. John Landis is a big one. Um, not directly a murderer, but directly, yeah. No, but yeah, the guy that shot Brandon Lee accidentally. That uh, actor, he's still he fucked forgot. up from that. Well, he's dead. He just died. Yeah, he died not too long ago. He passed away. That poor guy, like he was, yeah, that fucked him up. It wasn't his fault. It was, was that Wilcott or was that the other guy? No, it was the other guy. The other guy. Wilcott is. I like Wilcott a lot. He's a good. Um, he's a good actor, but he's also yeah. a pretty good dude. He talked about acting and like he, he came from a kind of a humble background. And he's like he doesn't care about money. He's just about the acting. Like he likes to do roles for 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 parts. Like he doesn't care what part it is. He'll just take it if it's interesting. Yeah, I like my. That's Wilcott. how I be. He looks, he looks old though. He looks, yeah, he does. He looks. He's aged. He can't get away with the he's long hair anymore. He looks like he took thirty hours of pain. <laughs> I have something to give you. Thirty hours of pain. I don't want it anymore. Oh! Enjoy the the Beauty and the Beast ending. Oh! It's <laughs> all I think when I watch The Crow. I'm like Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Same uh, fucking year. Same year, <laughs> right? Yeah. They stole it from Alex Proyas. <laughs> yeah. But it's just yeah, funny so, that only in uh, uh, Beating the Beast you get the skull in his eye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn, Gaston, you got the same ending as that guy, the bad guy from The Crow. <laughs> like, <laughs> Top dollar from The Crow and Gaston. Yeah. All right, sorry. Jesus. No, that's not, and I was getting to the point where Wesley Snipes at the end fills his chest. Yeah. The way he his chest and he's got two bags of $500,000 cash in his coat and he starts yelling at him. He goes, what? What? And they yell all the way through the credits. I have a question. Why? They, okay, they've already, you know, quote, kidnapped the train at, this, at, at a certain point. Wesley Snipes jumps on board because J-Lo convinces him that's your brother. Yeah. You need to save him. For the 10,000th time, you need to save your brother. Right. It's the one time he's like, no, I'm not doing it. Because he gets a delivered right. a train on Christmas. <laughs> yes. And he goes, all right, train, fuck, yeah. you don't see it, but it's off screen. And he, no. he shows up in the train. I'm like, oh, I guess he's here now. Somehow. He jumped on it. Oh, no one was looking. Yes, but. He snipes. Why does Wesley Snipes, at that point, when they realize we've already taken the train, we're about to kill the train in front of us because uh, Robert Blake has decided, much like my wife, let's ram this into her and kill her. They decide to hit the train in front of them. Yes. And then Rusty Simpson says, uh, you got Woody Harrelson back there, like, stuffing, like grabbing money. He's like, no, we're not taking the money. I was like, but why? Otherwise, this is entirely what pointless. The, what would be the point? Yeah, exactly. I agree. Otherwise, like, what? At, at, if you're not going to take the money, you're going to get caught and prosecuted no matter what. You might as well risk it for the money and just right. grab everything you can. Yeah. I, I fucking grab, like, the steering wheel of the train. I'm taking fucking everything that's not stapled down. If you can get it out in time. Exactly. And then you have the wonderful genius idea of putting a big piece of metal out of the train to hit the back brake. Yes. So it flips over, and that's how they, they He goes, autopilot. <laughs> and then it's sure. a Even though they're hitting the train in front of them every 12 and a half seconds. Exactly. When he stuffs right. that thing there, they have like three minutes. Yeah, they got plenty of time to get off. Get on top. 
Yeah. Just suspenseful <laughs> moments. Where they almost fall off, and they don't fall off, and they almost fall off, and they don't fall off. But I do like that scene. It's like shitty speed. The end of speed. Yeah, no, it's shitty speed. It's shitty speed. Yeah. I do have some lists here, if I could. Please. I have to... My wife is home. Um, From from the 90s. I have some similar type of movie. I have two lists. Uh, Some similar, like, action movies with, like, weird premises. Face Off. That's 97, yes. I'm not going off the same years. The 90s. Con Air. Also 97. Nope. Broken Arrow, 96. 96. Last Boy Scout, I think it's 93. Yeah. Sudden Perfect. Death, I think it's 95. 94. 94. 94. Glimmer Man, 96. 96. Yep. Under Siege 2, 95. Beautiful Bad movie. Boys, 95. Yep. Speed, 94. Yep. It's going off memory there for all these years. I don't yep. have it written down. Yep, yep. Those are all like similar action movies with like the high stakes premise that these do. Well, it's basically Die Hard on anything. Yes, I think that was the, that's always the pitch. Die Hard on a boat under siege. Die Hard on a bus. Speed. Die Hard. Only die hard in a. <laughs> no, go ahead. Sorry. <clears throat> die Hard with the with parachutes. I just wish these two guys did more movies together. I love yeah, they... what their chemistry together. They. Yeah, Woody Harrelson's a piece of shit in both movies, although he's not a big a piece of shit as Woody as uh, Wesley is in uh, basketball Webby movie. Webby can't jump, can't jump. Yeah. right? Like, but that's something you find out after. He's just a lo- he's a gambling loser, and it's the same in both movies. But I love their chemistry together. I find them. Yeah. I really wish they would have stuck around and kept doing movies together because they yeah. they just work together. They just do. I don't know how to describe it. Well, I think the problem was. Why I Can't Jump was a hit, and this just was not a hit. This yeah, but was, this was a big bomb. Even though this had the bigger budget, and they're like, "Oh, this is White Man Can't Jump on, on a train." On a train, and it just yeah, it's a nice effort, but you're kind of like, "Oh, yeah, I right. see what you're going for, but no." Yeah, they, they, they I'm so sorry. Play. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty bad. Um, the other list I have is is uh, train movies that I could think of. Please, modern train movies, Unstoppable. Okay. Not that great. Nope. Under Siege 2, fucking incredible. Masterpiece. One of my favorite bad movies. Yes, absolutely. Under Siege 2. The Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. Um, Of course, it's not the remake. Remake, yeah. And then my favorite on the list, which is Speed. I can't deny that. I think Speed Speed. is a genuinely great movie. Speed is a good movie. It really is. I've already been to the airport. Yeah. What a, what a bite on air for movies, because action movies now aren't like that anymore. No. They, they're just not. None of these action movies even come close to these movies of the 90s. They just don't. You know why? Because Hollywood is dead. <laughs> and I'm going to hit the outro for that. No, I, we need to do our verses. Which movie wins? Oh, uh, Trump Zone. Trump Zone. Not play the outro. 100% Trump Zone. You fucking nuts. <laughs> That's why Money Train makes that no was the joke. Yeah. Money Train is fun. I do like oh scores. Oh, I, I give say, uh, I give Money Train a six. I give Drop Zone a seven. I would agree. All right, play the outro. I would agree. I'll on play that. it. <laughs> we did about the same time. We did. Fuck you, everybody. Good night.
Until next time. And in the meantime, I'm Vinny's West. Oh, I just ended it. That's all right. We're still doing a podcast. Oh, yeah. It's all over. What's your name? Dick to God. It's not long. Oh, next time, Death to Smoochie, 2002. Just that movie. Yes. Classic. I'm looking forward to watching this again. I haven't seen it in so long. Yeah. See the. I got to find it. On my, I think it's on DVD somewhere. I gotta find it. See, if you're watching the live show, you're not gonna see this. But if you're watching nope. the podcast, like you should be, yeah, you're, you're, asshole, you're, listen to the podcast. Yeah, buy our merch. Don't talk, we have merch? I don't know. We, could. we have some merch. Buy buy our merch. Buy our use use underwear. <laughs> I'll, I'll get some underwear on here. We should actually make our posters. We should print up our posters and sell them. The ones with the us as Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, what's it? Well, sorry, what's I, it? I need to, give us, need to give a picture. shout out to him. What's his name? Sean Yeager. Sean Yeager. What's yeah, his website? Virginia. I don't know. He's in Virginia. He's, he moved to Virginia now. He's, he's moved away. Where was he before? His wife. Here. Oh, North Cal. North Cal. Yeah, he used to live in this house, and they and I moved in. You're in Sean Yeager's old studio, then? No, his studio was over there. This was Trina's just, room. Just go with it. That's fine, yeah. You're in his old studio where he made this image behind us. Yes. Behind. He, I, I will say this. I asked him. I gave him very little of a lead. Yeah, he did. I know. go, I want to be, I want us to be Ghostbusters because, you know, obviously I'm a Ghostbusters fan. Here you go. Here's kind of a loose image I have. I doodled it. <laughs> and he fucking out, outdid me. Like. Oh, outperformed yeah. my expectations and oh yeah and i gave him the tip that you sent yeah so good that, i was so proud of him look at that yeah. look behind us the man we'll drew get, this we'll, we'll probably use him again in the future give us oh definitely you can do other stuff with we him. need to do different movies like us yeah. in there and yeah yeah we should start thinking about that for i mean we won't we won't do it until uh next year because this is our 2022 poster right or 2023 poster sorry it doesn't matter. But, yes, 2024, think of another movie. We can put ourselves in there. What's another sure. uh, beefcake movie <laughs> like Ghostbusters? We could do, do Predator. Predator? Okay. You, you, I could be the Predator. You could be our Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I'll be. <laughs> oh, God. Or, or it could be that Come on! Movie. You son of a Oh, bitch. I'll be Carl Weathers. You yeah, be... I'll be Carl Okay. Carl. There we go. Cigars. Hello. Oh, touch my bicep. That's not a bad idea, actually. Or, um, How about we do a movie that we discuss throughout the year? Yes. Because so far we're at Man on the Moon. No. I'll be Paul so. Giamatti. <laughs> yeah. I'll be Bob Zemuda. Yeah. We got uh, uh, Buried Alive. That's not fun. That's not fun. I'll be Jennifer Jason Lee. You be you be dickless. No, be yes. no we'll be we'll, it'll be yes in the coffin. <laughs> yeah, there we'll we go. Jennifer Jason Lee screaming. I'll just be passed out next to you. That could actually be a cool poster, but no. No one would. We'll think of something, but the point is, we got a whole year to think about it because we're doing it. No. I've decided at some point we're let's do a poster a year. I think that seems fair. <clears throat> Maybe every season. That season is a year. Is it a year? That's a long. That's a long time. It is, yeah. but we have twenty-five posters at the end of the run. No, it's we have the years. we have the this one for season one, which I can share. Boom! Season one, the tombstone, which I just made oh, in a hurry. Yeah, that was a hurry. And then we got this one that Sean made, yeah. which is great. We could make the machinist. 
No. <laughs> but I'm just saying, we got some ideas. A I year, a season, and, and then we'll make a new poster every year. I need, I need to get that printed up and have it framed and put in my office. I, yeah. I'll send you the uh, raw image he sent. That way it's like super HD. Oh, okay, yeah. Remind me as soon as we stop That's, recording yeah, here. Go We're still doing a podcast, by the way. You go to Kinko's and get like a 24 by 36 or something. I tried to go to Kinko's for certain things, but it's not what you think it is. FedEx Kinko's. Office Max. Whatever. I went to Kinko's for my kink. This thing. My, Ooh, yeah. my little dildos. and They, yeah. they wouldn't help me. You said Kinko, right? I thought kink, like sex kink. Come I on. put the kink in Kinko's. Oh, you don't want me here? Oh, fine, fine. I guess I'll leave. I can make copies of your ass, but that's about it. You got dildos dropping behind me like breadcrumbs. I'll find my way back in here. Come and get it. Uh, All right, bye.